0: how's it going to sit Brown, and this is the hook better leads podcast and today we're talking to Tommy Miller live and in person how you doing man
1: great thanks for
0: being here appreciate you giving us an office tour you know I'm going to start I've got my card of questions a few people ask some questions too but um the first question I've got is have you always had uh the the mojo and the confidence in your own personal salesmanship or tell me a little bit about your journey from uh If you didn't, if at one point you didn't have it and slowly getting up to the point where you had it, or yeah, you know, I don't
1: care what you throw me into, I was gonna win. Yeah, I'm a competitive SOB. So at the end of the day, the reason I got out of the field is that it took me eight years. I said I'm not gonna leave until someone could outsell me. And one day I found a guy that came from a really big company that knew a lot more about sales than I did at the time. And we used to ride together, we went neck and neck. Uh, But he was a machine. And I said, okay, my time has come to uh, start working less in the field. You know, I read the e-myth at the time, but I was a money machine, man. I mean, when you're out there writing big tickets, conversion rate, getting five-star reviews, take care of the customer first, give them five out of five service. And then it's not bad. I've got a sales process that we call the sales process that works every time. Mm -hmm. So, what I needed to learn how to do is delegate. I needed to learn how to give up some control. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's causing such growth. And we're actually at a, a weird time in the company right now. Um, we're getting ready to hike up to the next level. We are going to do a billion dollars in 2025, which is about less than three years away, actually. So how do you get to a billion dollars of revenue? I wrote this on the whiteboard. And I said, okay, if the average tech is 500,000, now it's 650,000. But at the time, it was 500,000. I need 2,000 technicians. How do I get 2,000 technicians? Well, I'm going to need a training center. I'm going to need recruiters. I'm going to need trainers. Uh, and I'm going to need to create a culture that is a magnet for A players. Mm. So we, we're we really – what my I'm excited about is I'm bringing on a, a, a chief marketing officer. Mm. That'll allow me to do a lot less in that department. And then what I'm going to create is a magnet, a machine, that I'm going to be training each employee how to recruit. They make $1,500 per person. So I'm going to be giving them the tools they need. Can you imagine? Can you imagine I take one of my guys? One of my guys was living out of his car for a year before he worked for me. If you talk to his wife, she'd say something like this. Justin was not the boyfriend that I fell in love with. He was living out of his car. He was an athlete in, in college, but, uh, Never really, very unlucky track he was on. And uh, when he started at A1, he became not only an amazing boyfriend, but he became a husband. Now he's a father. Now we have two brand new cars. We live in a beautiful home. He's home from work early. He's moved up in the company four times. He came from nothing. Yes, he went to school, but you don't need a four-year degree. A1's going to teach you what you need. So you have them. Sorry. You have them give you the... Uh, the testimonials so the plan is friday drive up to a restaurant guy's really cool as hell um and he's talking to me. he's like wait where are you from and i'm like michigan where are you from he's like new york he had the shortest shorts on i don't know it's the weirdest thing ever and uh anyways i i was like dude i was like listen you seem like a good guy if you're looking for a job that pays really really well I said, I took a selfie with him. I said, give me your number and I'll text you. So I got his information. He's going to do a ride along. One thing to never give a business card to say, hey, if you're ever looking for work, let me know. You say, listen, dude, Tim, let's take a picture. Boom. Selfie. Send it to you. Let's do a ride along. Mm -hmm. I know I went off on a tangent there from where you started, but that's how I feel. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. I guess I I was trying
0: to selfishly ask the question for me because I, at one point I was not thinking i was the greatest salesman but you know you have to be a pretty decent salesman to start a company and to like yeah. you know get the ball rolling here so i felt like there was a shift that i had to do at some point that was like i need to trust that I, and be confident in myself that i'm a good i had to train people to sell for our company and i had to understand that i was good and i was just wondering if there was a moment like that for you where you had to or was it this other person that you you hired uh, as i don't know you know that's
1: that's what i do the mostly sales training i'm a sales marketing guy yeah so for me i looked them dead in the freaking eyes and i don't care i can get in your personal space it's not weird for me <laughs> i don't really give a shit. but you know you got to be comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. now i did go to a barber these are red marks from the shade burn but uh so i, I literally went and had a whole day Yesterday, I got my haircut. then I got my eyebrows, they, uh, whatever, they flossed them or whatever, <laughs> and then I went, and there was a barber, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to get a really good shave. So I sat me that, 25 bucks, just for a shave, but yeah. it was worth it. But I think the deal is, is you need to hire around your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Do not hire your strengths. It's going to piss you off. If you're a badass accountant, mm. do not hire an accountant, because you're going to be like, you're doing it wrong. So it's been tough for me to hire marketing because yeah. I have high expectations for marketing, but sales, I'm like, listen. Um, you know, the, the fact is that I I believe in myself, and anytime someone calls me, they say, "Hey, dude, I'm letting you down." I say, "Do me a favor, shut the hell up." First of all, you're not letting me down. Secondly, go find a mirror. A mirror, yeah, okay. They'll pull down their visor. Now look at that guy in the mirror and tell him you love him, mm. because if you don't love yourself. If you don't have the confidence in your own skin, you're never gonna make it. It not 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 as an owner. You know, we've got a lot of people that are, are workers, but I, I'm That's good I, though. I, I literally tell people, listen, pull your shoulders back. Oh, let's do it. Smile and look people dead in the eye and ask a question. Yeah. Are we good to go on this? <laughs> let's go ahead and make this door safe. Yeah. And the difference is is slow the hell down and have fun. you know how many people used to hug me in the garage and be like oh my god this has never been quieter and i'm like i finally got used to saying because so many people ask what would you do if this was your mom's door Mm -hmm. so now i say if this was my mom's door here's what i would be doing and you never do a lot of people start with a huge um like a checklist start the work start what they called you out here for you know for your job you should never you should get them in, prove that you're awesome, prove that you're five out of five company, and then say, listen, I want to take over your GMBs. I want to monitor this. I want to take over your, you know, mm-hmm. start start with something. And I think that's the thing is, listen, right now, SEO is an easy thing to sell, I think. There's people that call me all the time that I just, it's so hard because I feel like an agency, um, they outsource a lot of stuff and the content's not great. What I want to know, dollars and cents, what do you do for me? I want, so the smart companies, they tap into a uh, CRM and they say, I want my report. I want to know how much money we're making for you. Because my goal, my goal is to simply make you 10 times more money. Mm -hmm. I had a new guy start for me. He's the president of our company now. And he asked for a very sizable, generous salary and uh, some other stuff. And I said, you know, let's talk about this. And he said, let me just tell you one thing. If I don't make you 10 times the money and he's done 20 times, Mm -hmm. but but his confidence level, the eye contact, the body language, the tonality, all those things matter. Mm -hmm. And if you don't sound confident in yourself, your customers aren't going to be confident. I mean, I walk in, when I step in that garage, I'm the doctor. I own it. Mm -hmm. But what do I do? What do you do to a doctor? Does the doctor tell you or does he ask you? Let me ask you something. How how much are you working out right now? Oh, what kind of food are you eating are you smoking cigarettes how much are you drinking is the good cardio you're getting
0: authority so the authority they always ask
1: questions now ask me a question
0: i've got five just add uh, no no ask me
1: another okay. ask me just a general question like random uh
0: random question like, like in a garage
1: we're we to run a garage
0: um is it going to
1: keep the heat in you know that's a great question i'm just curious there's a lot of different types of insulation. what makes you ask that so always return a question with a question sometimes i have my dog in there yeah well the first place is don't leave your dog in the garage <laughs> i'm kidding uh, yeah, i'm, I'm joking no it's minnesota yeah, okay. yeah
0: um okay i've got to kind of, let's do these rapid if yeah you don't let's mind. that's because i, I want to keep it uh tight for people um what i guess Why go to one thousand employees. I know that that's a goal of yours right now. Where are you at on that journey, and why? Why are you obsessed with this kind of growth pattern? Well,
1: like I said, to get to a billion dollars of revenue, I just want to go where other people haven't gone. I want to do it for myself. So, a thousand employees is halfway to where I'll be. Um, it's just to me, there's no one that's done what we're doing, and um, especially in an industry that's never even come close to doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I just got my own personal goals and some. Invisible ceilings I want to break through. And, uh, you know, it 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 sets me up. Believe it or not, this is all part of the plan. Rogers is just the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, a billion-dollar company at 20% is worth roughly around $4 billion. You, do you want to sell? I'd sell. Well, I'll, I'd be a partner still. Yeah. So I'd bring on an equity partner. Yeah. And what I would do is I'd go into 10 other industries. Okay. And then I'd do it all over again. Okay. Hopefully, somewhere around fifty billion is what I'm shooting for. Nothing big.
0: Why? I like it. Why no fancy cars and houses? I know I I saw that on one of your podcasts that you do did recently. It seems like that's not a big piece for you, like the the luxury lifestyle stuff as much.
1: Yeah, you know, one day maybe, but but right now, um, those are they get in the way. Cars break down. When you got a lot, when you have a lot of stuff, you got a lot to lose. I like being that small guy that doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Come at me. Yeah. Uh, when you don't got a lot, you, you can take more chances. I'm yeah. a risk taker. I'm a calculator risk taker. So, you know, you, you're worried about a house. You're worried about, shoot, the toilets are plugged. This has happened. This has happened. You take your eye off the ball.
0: Hmm. I like it. Um, so I know that we talked about this a little bit on the tour, but what are you guys doing for recruiting right now that's kind of um, next level That you're, you're that would be useful, I think, to smaller businesses and medium-sized businesses as well?
1: Yeah, my buddy started a company called Rapid Hire Pro, and he's taught a lot of me a lot on social media. Uh, but here's the number one thing that nobody does. When you search for a company, you look at their Indeed and their Glassdoor. So get some good employees to go on Indeed and Glassdoor and hook you up, number one. I look at that, and I'm like, yeah, they got a five-star Yelp but a one-star on, like, they don't think. It's like these people, like the owners, I swear. Number one. Number two is... You want to be everywhere all the time. Never say I need to hire somebody. Always be hiring. Mm. Design a division of your company that's designed around hiring. Do not hire when you need somebody. (laughs) Preventative maintenance. Hire when you find badasses. Mm, I love that. Another big one is marketing. Everybody thinks about marketing for uh, customers. I think about marketing for great people. My top producers, we're going to Cabo, uh, Mexico, mm-hmm. Cabo San Lucas. I believe that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And um, going with about 30 people. Yeah. And uh, we call it the Pinnacle Club. Each of these guys in the company hit over a million dollars of sales. Mm-hmm. So I got my handsome videographer here coming, and we're going to make a lot of culture videos. It's all going to be like, hey, you could come here too. So we're going give to them, give them a bigger why,
0: yeah. right?
1: we just hired a dream manager. Yeah. I know I'm allowed of Zell. <laughs> um, the dream manager, the book, by the way. So, so yeah. the deal is, is she's on full time. Now she's working with 65 people. And our goal is to help them realize their dreams and get their credit cards, credit score fixed, get them into a home, get them a rental house, give them the car of their dreams. Let them go on vacations that they dream up, put their kids in private school. These little things, Imagine if I could help people accomplish their dreams. Like that to me is the ultimate satisfaction.
0: Hmm. I love it. It's a great mindset. Um, what What are you guys doing for the the LMS, uh, the learning management system, and, and what software are you using? But also like what's your, you know, are people able to like learn at home and stuff? I know that a lot of it's role <laughs> playing in, in the – I guess I'm just curious what that system looks like.
1: Yeah, we've got one called um, – it starts with an A, trying to think of it. I know,
0: I know there's Learnable, and I know there's a couple there's other teachable, yeah. There's Teachable, there's oh. trainable. there's... Trainual, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: so, so we use one, it's, it's a really nice one. I forget what it's called right now, I'm sorry. Absor- sorry. It's called Absorb.
0: Okay.
1: And I like LMS, but an LMS is not supposed to... You still gotta have hands-on, you gotta change it up. You gotta have videos, Demons you gotta have hands-on, and you gotta have... Role play. It should be fun. Yeah. You know, the, the thing is about training is... is You got to understand, this is when someone's getting onboarding, and and I do an orientation for three hours. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that that goes well. And then this is the first month they're going to spend with you. So be prepared. When the people come in, do something nice for them. Give them a cup of coffee. Like, give them, go over things and write them a nice little letter. I'm coming, my new book's going to be about recruiting trading. Um, so it's going to be the Home Service Millionaire Training Edition. And uh, nice. I'm going to be putting a lot of tips on there. But if you think about a CSR, let, let me tell you guys something ridiculous. Two CSRs, CSR A, CSR B. CSR is at A is at 60% booking rate, CSR B is at 90%. They both take 20 calls a day. You follow me? Mm-hmm. $500 ticket average. They were 300 days out of the year. CSRB made you $940,000 more. A million dollars for 30% higher booking rate with 20 calls a day. We don't think about, they say, listen, our CSRs, yeah, we give them 15 bucks an hour. We we basically don't respect our CSRs and dispatchers. We think the technicians and installers are everything. Booking calls is the front line. It's Mm -hmm. the first line of defense. And if you don't think about this stuff, you're only as strong as your weakest link. I love, I, I absolutely love that saying. You're only as strong as your weakest link, and most of the time it's in your call center. That's good. I love that. I know that roofing has an issue with that. Oh, God, it's up. horrible. Yeah. You should, you, one of the things I recommend is using call cap. One of the things I recommend is having a second call center. Okay. I got a guy. What's call cap do? Call cap listens to each call, and they grade it. Ah. So they have a third party. Yeah. They listen to the call, and what you'll find here's a tip for you guys get on a voiceover internet protocol system there's a feature called round robin which it'll distribute calls to each person put on a weighted average to your best people first mm. and make way more money i love it i also just talked to a dude at when the storm uh is rilla ai and it does
0: i think it's kind of the similar thing, except it's using ai to kind of grade uh, we've got some uh, ai like stuff an- analytics yeah. on phone calls i, I just saw, like was here, about, I was like, that's super cool. There's this
1: one called um, Gong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Like Gong is pretty intense. Yeah. Here's the deal. Don't invest in any more software if you're not utilizing what you already have.
0: Woo, that's good.
1: It's true. Yeah, exactly. Most people, I'm like, do you have a call tracking number for your marketing campaigns? Or like, what's a call tracking number? Yeah. And they've uh, got like three new
0: softwares that they're starting to try to use
1: soon. Yeah. Oh, man. All the time.
0: All right. Um, What are okay? Small to mid-sized businesses again. Like we got a lot of roofers going from like two million to ten million. So if you don't mind trying to think about that way, Uh, yeah, think about that a little bit. What are the crucial KPIs that you focus on? I know you have a ton of KPIs, key performance indicators that you guys probably focus on. But what are like some that like you want to hammer on that you're thinking about all the time?
1: Well, I got mine, but just understand key performance indicators are lagging indicators. They're what happened. What you want to figure out is how do you make your culture, how do you make people have a why to come to work? Mm. Do they understand how to win the game? Do you have manuals? Do you have bonuses? Do you have incentive pay? Those things matter, number one. Number two, is the KPIs that matter? I can tell you exactly more about your business in a whiteboard with just a few KPIs. Number one is I need to understand your face-to-face. First of all, I need to know what your average ticket is. And I'll raise them. I'll double it like this using financing, and never call it financing, call it promotions. And if you can't get somebody through financing, like I said, get with a credit card repair company, come up with a program, it's something I'm working on. Um, average ticket raise. Number two, face-to-face conversion rate. You better have a freaking really, really good process. That where, you know, I, I love the movie, The Founder, where the McDonald's brothers are sitting there figuring out the best process, exactly how to do it. You know, when you squeeze the, the stuff on a Big Mac, it can't be too much, it can't be too little. It's the perfect amount every time. There's always three tomatoes. Every single time they learn these things. So create your process face-to-face like that. This is a beautiful home, if you don't mind me asking. How long have you been here? I've already looked at Zillow. I've already looked at your LinkedIn. I've already looked at your Facebook. I've already looked at everything. I know more about you than any of your neighbors do before I even come to the house. I know when you bought the home. Number three, I need to know your booking rate, but I want to understand, are you doing stuff on Nextdoor? Are you doing things on Yelp? Are you doing things on form fills? Are you doing things on online chat? If you're not doing this stuff, shh, yeah. and I screw up sometimes too. So don't get mad at yourself, just change it. Mm. And then I want to know, what does it cost you to acquire a lead? You see, if you got just those KPIs, mm-hmm. average ticket, your closing rate, your booking rate, and your cost to acquire a customer, I'll spike all these. I'll lower your customer, acquire customer. Then I just pour gasoline. Gasoline is the marketing. You know how much it's going to cost? So then I just know. I'll give you a clue. You take all these numbers, divide them into each other. Then it tells you how many jobs you need to hit how much revenue you want. So I know how many jobs I need to get to 151 million. And I don't want to tell you it's a crazy number, but lots and lots of jobs. Are there enough garage doors? There's more than enough because (laughs) I'm getting in the garage door flooring, garage door storage, front doors, and windows. Mm. I don't know if I get to a billion just with garage doors, but one of the questions you asked me earlier is how do you go into another sector? And I'll tell you this, don't do it until you maximize the current one you're in. The problem is you get them focused over here. They stop focusing on this. You get your guys focused on this. They can't go here. Automate as much as possible automate as many things as possible service Titan allows me for automation so 96 hours before they get the garage installed I'm going to give them an opportunity would you like some storage racks installed and it's always an upsell on the back end Mm -hmm. and what happens if you automate it I love humans but I hate them at the same time because you can't can't get them to do the same thing over and over again software does the same thing over and over again
0: how do you hold your sales team accountable so when we were on the tour you had mentioned that it's not as much about creating the standard operating procedures, but it's you should spend almost 10 times as long making sure that there's checks and balances in place to make sure people follow through. So what are some of the ways that you help people follow through or uh, the company does?
1: So number one, secret shoppers. Number two, secret shoppers, when you have a customer, you give them what you want to hear, and they write down everything. So I was in the restaurant industry, so that's something I'm familiar with. But. You're, uh,
0: you're a barbacker. Uh, uh, I was a best back. boy barbacker. Hey, me too, bro. Yeah, were so, you? Yeah. See?
1: The best. I wanted the to best be a people.
0: server, but they never let me be a server. Yeah, oh, I, sure. I moved up to server. Okay, I actually never loved
1: the bar center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so the deal is when you're, when you're building a system, I went and visited Leland Smith $600 million. And I'm watching his dispatchers. They got three monitors, and they're calling every single customer. To make sure, did the guy have his footies on? Did, did Basically a quick survey in the middle of the call. And so what I'm designing right now is a video that goes out. Well, he's going to do it. A video that goes out 10 minutes after we start the work. And I just want to make sure that Tim talked to you a little bit about some of the promotional offers we've got going on. Did he mention that we did Rogers stores? Did he mention that we have those beautiful floors? And we just, now what happens? Their behavior starts to change because they know, great, the customer's going to get this video. I might as well just say it ahead of time. And then we've got pictures in our CRM. Like every sticker needs a picture and it's geotagged. You can't fake the system. Mm-hmm. So creating things that take pictures. Yep. Our videos. We do a lot of videos. Do you
0: have a, you have a system for that? I don't know.
1: Service okay, if... time Okay, cool. Yeah. The Service tag is our CRM. Awesome. Um, how do you empower leaders? So this is a big one. I think one of the hardest problems about growing is developing leadership. And... First time I did it, I paid everybody a hundred bucks to read a book, cash. And I said, I need this book read by next week. And these guys are like, I have last book they read was like Dr. Seuss. So I finally got these. Number one is get them to read. Number two is respect their chain of command. I'll never veto somebody. I, I, well, I veto them if they fired somebody recklessly, especially some of my managers tend to really go after the top performers. And I say this, if you're going to go after the top, you better fire the bottom. You know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady used to, who do you think got more attention? Tom Brady to the Thurston quarterback. Tom Brady. So do you think that making Tom Brady the best version, the top guy in the league, working on him more, how many times in business do we go after the bottom 20% and try to work with the guys that are shit in the bed? You should be making the top guys better, raising the bar every day, working with the top, I work with the top 10% every day. I let everybody else work with the bottom 20% because that to me is like, I'm babysitting. My top guys were revolutionizing the industry, thinking of ways to be better, faster, stronger. Great for the customers, making sure we do for them what we do for mom. That's a a really
0: good mindset. I appreciate that. And then, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but I want to touch on the podcast. What's your system for making standard operating procedures? It sounds like you're not um, like who owns that?
1: Yeah, you know, Luke is heavily into operations, but like me and Jim, Jim Leslie, work a lot on like, like for example, what's
0: the role title? Excuse me. For
1: the so they're all C-suite yeah. level, okay. C level, C Street level, but VPs. Or, yeah. But but it's it's broken down into the departments. But the deal is, each one of my other warehouses now we've got a list. Yeah. When we go rent that place out, we go to Costco, Home Depot, and Amazon, mm-hmm. and we order the same stuff. When I do a GMB, all these things get knocked out. LSA ads, my background check gets shared for LSA. It's called advanced verification. There's a process, and here's the thing: people go, they're afraid of processes. Most people listening right now, I'm sure, they're great firefighters. They're great at problem solving. LVB Tommy, it's all about the vanilla. You got to have manuals, checklists. You got to have, you got to have an org chart. You got to have a chain of command. You got to have accountability. And, um, you know, what got us to 100 million will not get us to a billion. So, right now, the people I bring up, I'll tell you what, three years ago, I wouldn't have attracted the people I got now coming on. Three years ago, I couldn't have. Now, the people that I'm hiring have worked for billion dollar companies. So, they know how to get there quicker. So, unfortunately, I'd love to just kind of skip second base and go straight to home plate and say, how do I get to a billion? But sometimes you got to grow with what you have. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, don't let anybody get comfortable. You know, Ken Goodrich was at one of my boards, board things. And he sat in the meeting and he goes, you know what? Tommy calls me twice a week. He reads a new book every day. This guy is hungry. He's hungry. He's growing himself. And he looks at all the managers and he goes, my best advice for Tommy. Tommy, are you looking at me? I said, yes, sir. He goes, I want you to fire these guys. I wanted to work 40 to 50 hours a week and then work 15 to 20 hours on themselves because you're growing way too fast to hang out with these losers if they can't keep up with you. Okay. I was like, he said it really. And he goes, was I a little harsh? I go, yeah, but they needed to hear it because you've got to grow yourself. I told my guys on Thursday, we have a big meeting. I said, plan on working the hardest you've ever worked. This is going to be the hardest company you ever worked for. But you're only going to work on one thing all the time. Guess what that is? Specialization? Yourself. Oh, okay. You're going to work on yourself. You're going to make the best version of you. You know what hell on earth is? Imagine you're walking down Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. It's from Minnesota. And he sees this guy. This guy's got this little kid on his shoulders. He's got this six-pack. He's funny. His skin's perfect. He's charismatic. He's a multi, multi multi-millionaire. And you walk up to him and you go we must be related and you realize he's the best version of you. That's hell on earth. So my goal is not to let people meet the best version is to create the best version of yourself. I like it.
0: Well, is there any questions? Not yet. Okay. So you guys don't ask questions? Yeah, no, I don't know if I didn't promote this well enough. I would have thought there would have been a ton of questions, but um, thank you guys so much for watching, listening to the podcast. Um, where should what should people check out yeah so
1: i wrote the book the home service millionaire i got the next book coming out at the end of the summer it's going to be about hiring recruiting orientation um my podcast isn't as good as the hook but um it's called the home service expert and i've got a new podcast coming out called ask tommy and it's going to be killer i don't mean to do self promotion but i'll take the chance i'll take the opportunity i should say um I'm interviewing all of our top employees, C-suite, some of our sales guys, some of our trainers, and we're going through and we're finding out what is their lives like? What is it like to work here? What's their role? And what's going to happen is this is a big recruiting tool. This is going to be, it's a time to give my amazing team a chance to get recognized. So it does recognition, it builds culture, it gets recruiting, it gets customers. And I think this one, we get 25,000 downloads a month on the Home Service Expert. I think this one's going to do a hundred thousand
0: and uh, see, I measure
1: yeah. what gets measured gets managed. Yeah. And I don't care about the downloads. I care that I'm doing better each month. I want to B Y B better your best. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know where you sit today, how are you supposed to be better tomorrow? Mm-hmm. But uh, one word to the wise, I'll end with this. You want to make your company better. You have no idea what it looks like. You need to go out and find the best company, the best company in your industry, fly across town, Fly across the country. Go there, and I want you on the plane to write down a 1,000 questions, at least 100. And I want you to genuinely be interested in asking questions. And when you walk in this this room of a a multi-hundred-million-dollar company, hopefully in your industry, definitely exists in roofing, you'll find the air is a little bit different. You'll find the smiles are a little bit better. You'll find the production is just happening a little bit more. And you'll learn where you need to go. I think so many times we just don't know our destination. We've never seen it. So when I go to $100 million, $500 million, I can't go to $100 because we've already surpassed that. So now I'm like, how do I get to the billion-dollar shops? And, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if I go to Amazon or Google here in the next year because I, I I aspire to be number one. That's one of my core values. So I, I, the only person, Elon Musk is who I look look at as my competitor, truthfully. I really do. I like it.
0: Well, thanks everyone for watching. Hookagency.com. Um, check out A1Drive. Get
1: hooked. Uh, exactly. Thank you guys. Thanks, guys.